Welcome to 10 Bestest, where we sift through the noise so you don't have to. Each week we share our 10 favorite things of the moment. Anything goes. Hello, friend, and welcome to 10 Bestest. I'm Brian Hart. I'm Karen McFarlane Holman. And here we go with another episode. Yes, indeed. Are you excited? Every week. Yeah. I'm excited. I am excited too. We've got some good ones. Yes, I can't wait. All right, I get to go first this time. Yay! I'm going to talk about a TV show, old school, kind of. This is The Wire. It was、uh, in 2002 through 2008. It was created by David Simon,、uh, written by David Simon and Ed Burns.、Uh, and it is about the Baltimore drug scene as th- seen through the eyes of drug dealers and law enforcement. Uh, this show stars Dominic West as Detective Jimmy McNulty,、uh, Wendell Pierce as the bunk, his partner,、uh, Sonia Sohn, I believe, as Kima,、um, Andre Royo as Bubbles,、uh, Lance Reddick as Lieutenant, Lieutenant、uh, Cedric Daniels, Idris Elba,、uh, very famous now as Stringer Bell, Wood Harris as Avon Barksdale, and little baby Michael B. Jordan as Wallace, and the late great. Michael Kenneth Williams as the one and only Omar Little. Now, this show is amazing. It's probably my number two just right after Sopranos, and it is real close. The writing is spectacular. The characters, all the a bunch that I just mentioned, are amazing. There's no, what I really love about it too is there's no real black and white character. No one is truly good, no one is truly bad. It's just all gr-、um, gray area. It's so much like real life. And what I have to imagine, which is one of the craziest,、um, at least crime and corrupt cop and all of that, Baltimore has always had a reputation. And I feel like it really captured it. I'm not from Baltimore, so I don't know, but everybody says that knows, says it's pretty accurate.、Uh, so take McNulty, the, the lead police, he's good. Good police, in fact,、uh, but he loves proving to everyone that he's the smartest guy in the room. He breaks chain of command a lot. He's an alcoholic. He's a womanizer. Omar, quite possibly the greatest bad guy of all time, he changed the stereotypical gangster role forever, and it still has never been duplicated. This show was way under the radar. It was almost in jeopardy of being canceled every year.、Uh, after the first year, people thought it was too black.、Uh, what a surprise.、Um, and it would never gain a wide audience. It never won any big awards. It was only nominated twice for an Emmy, and still to this day, even though it's 9.3 on IMDb, 94 on Rotten Tomatoes, 91 on Metacritics, and usually in the conversation of top. Three shows, one of the top three of all time. It's still underrated. Definitely check out The Wire. I've never heard of it. How is it possible? Are you serious? Oh、I、my gosh. I'm not even kidding. Oh my gosh. And, but I'm sold in every way. That、yeah. was amazing. So,、um, I, like I said, I think it came out in 2002,、mm. so a little bit after The Sopranos, and,、mm. but it was on HBO. So,、okay. it was a show that you know, some people didn't have HBO.、Um, and that was when HBO was like king of the world. They had Sopranos,、yeah. they had、uh, Sex in the City, and then they came out、mm. with The Wire. But The Wire did fly under the radar for so long, like almost its entire run. It wasn't until really towards the end when it really started getting accolades. But now, if you, it'll be one of those、um, uh, frequency illusions where now you might hear、uh, that yeah. name yeah. all of the time because The Wire is a very unassuming name. Right. I've probably heard of it、yeah. and just didn't even. Yeah. yeah. But I'm re watching it. So I finally finished Sopranos.、Nice. Um, and now I'm re watching The Wire. And It's one, another one of those shows. The more you watch it, the more you appreciate the writing, the character、mm. development. 
It's so good, so good. Like I said, there's no black and white character. Everybody's got some, some dirt on them or a little edge or a little bit of something really good that, you know, the, the drug dealers have these really great traits to them. Uh, and then of course they're drug dealers, they're criminals and the cops, a lot of them are corrupt. A lot of them mm. are not the best people in the world, but they are trying to stop crime. It's so, it's, it is. It's one of the best shows. And like I said, wow. even though it's in the top three, still, you like, you didn't know about it. Not enough people know about this show. Yeah. It's definitely worth checking out. Excellent. It's so good. Wow. So good. Wow. I can't. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I will. I will. And it's HBO? <laughs> it's HBO. Yep. Okay. So still HBO. You do okay. have to have HBO okay. to watch it. Um, you know, it might be on. Check out Formical She Just Watch. Mm. Uh, just watch. I'll put that link in the show notes as well to see if maybe it's on another network. Because sometimes Netflix will pick up older shows. I don't know. Uh, I don't know okay. how that works. I yeah, think I HBO might always have the rights. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely worth searching out. Yeah. It's so good. Excellent. Well, yeah. thank you. You're very welcome. My cool sheet has to do with science. And this is the James Webb Space Telescope. All right, so most telescopes that we are familiar with are personal telescopes, the smaller ones. We also have amateur astronomers who have a larger ones that can see further into space. And then there's the ones that are at a whole nother level, and those are the space telescopes like this one. There have been quite a few that have been sent out into outer space, one of which is Voyager 1. It was launched in 1977 to do a flyby of Jupiter and Saturn, which it did a long time ago and continues to this day to collect data. And there have been some more recent ones, but James Webb Space Telescope is the most recent one and most exciting because it is getting set up right now. It was launched on December 25th, 2021, which is how I spent my Christmas warning watching that launch. I'm not even kidding you. And as of this recording, we're now in mid-late January, 2022, it has just reached its destination. It will orbit sun just beyond further away of the orbit of Earth. Webb will directly observe a part of space and time never seen before. Webb will collect infrared light, which allows us to see into the epoch when the first stars and galaxies formed. This is 13.5 billion years ago, if you can even conceive that. Ultraviolet and visible light it gets emitted in these first luminous objects that were way back in this era of time. But what happens as this light goes through space is that the wavelength gets stretched. And this is called redshifting. And what has happened then is anything that was ultraviolet or visible light turns into infrared light. So the Webb telescope is designed to see this infrared light with this absolutely unprecedented resolution and sensitivity. It's also going to be a powerful tool for studying nearby universe, which is gonna be really awesome. So it is up, as I said, it just reaches location and very soon we are going to start seeing images from it. So watch for that, watch for these beautiful, amazing images and how we can understand the universe better with the James Webb Space Telescope. Man, this one, I almost give an audible like, woo, as soon as you said it, because I have been so pumped about how great this oh, telescope is. yay, okay, Like, cool. I mean, compare it to someone that, a lot of people know the Hubble. Like, the Hubble was like mm -hmm. the most magnificent mm -hmm. telescope that we've had in forever, and it was always giving us this amazing data and imagery, and yeah. this is like, what, four, ten? Yeah. hundred times bigger? It's like 
ridiculously oh, yeah. like it, what it can do. I know. And compared that was, to the Hubble, which mm -hmm. was like the gold standard. Yeah. It's like mind blowing. And this is reaching. So there's Hubble was able to see one part of the light spectrum, and this is getting into a place no one's ever seen before. Mm. And it's also really cool because when something has to get shot on into shot up into space, it has to be in you know the, it's like a rocket ship. Okay, so. But this thing has to have these big panels. And so they had to fold it all up and it's this adorable, it sort of looks like a beehive, like the it has the hexagon oh, shapes yeah, and everything. Okay. And then once it got up there, then it opened all up. And so now, so you'll see, if you ever see this kind of um, grid like that, it's sort of like the imagery or the logo, so to speak, of that telescope. Yeah, it is so cool. And yeah. it's been all over every feed. I think this one is getting people excited that didn't seem like kind of into astronomy mm -hmm. and space as much as I thought. Like it's getting so much attention, which I'm so happy for. Yeah, me too. And I cannot wait, yeah, I cannot wait to start seeing these images and, yeah. and everything that it produces. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be exciting, yes. super exciting. Yes. Well, thank you so much. I'm You're really welcome. glad you <laughs> talked about this one. I was hoping you would. Yeah, oh, for sure. I've actually been waiting. I'm like, should I talk about it now? It's getting yeah. launched. Should I talk about it now? It's But now that it's that we're gonna get the images yeah. soon, I think now's the time. Now is the time. Well, thank you again. Yeah, you're welcome. If you wanna check out our show notes, be sure to go to tempestes.com slash the wire, all lowercase, all one word, 10bestest.com slash the wire. All right, I'm gonna really quick go get a prop. Okay. I'll be able to cut that, but there's one thing I wanted to do. <clears throat> Oh, cool. I want to get right into it because we're here. Yeah. All right, I'm going to be always oh, all right. I'm going to be talking about a philosophy. Uh, at least that's what I'm calling it. And this philosophy is treat yourself. And that's a little play on uh, Parks and Rec. Uh, they had this episode um, where they had a day of the year uh, where they treated themselves to anything they wanted. So first, a little bit of a backstory. I try really hard to be a minimalist and an anti-consumer, to be zen with the things that I own, not to buy something new when I already have something that's serving its purpose. Um, so I'm trying to save more money. I'm trying not to buy one-use items. I'm trying not to buy anything. I'm trying to be grateful for what I have. And all of this is very true and very important, and I, and, and I keep working at that. Um, but there are some times where I've kind of taken this too far. Um, last week, I talked about my grimy pillow that I had that was too flat and it wasn't comfortable anymore. I've had these kitchen shears forever uh, that I didn't like. I've, I've been using them though for 15 years and every time they would either break apart and they just weren't cutting very well. And um, another simple thing, like I had a bowl that I make my matcha in every single day and I would just use a bowl that I've already had. I didn't use an official matcha bowl. So on YouTube you can see it, but I'll try to describe it. It's just a bowl, but it has, it's specially made so it has this deep, um, kind of well underneath it and that way when you whisk it it doesn't I would always splash it around so I couldn't whisk too hard it wouldn't get as frothy and foamy as I like and I bought this it was like 13 bucks I bought it and it's I use it every day and it 
every day I get pleasure from it. So when I think you use something every day, especially go ahead and treat yourself and get something that you really love and enjoy because it will make such a difference on your happiness, especially if you are able to do it, if you can afford it. And it is something, like I said, you use every day just go for it, treat yourself. And um, if you need excuses, you can maybe wait until um, you've finished a big project or maybe it's your birthday or once a month or um, you could be like on Parks and Rec and you can do it once a year. Whatever it is, definitely uh, treat yourself. <laughs> yes, I love it. Oh, I was sitting here thinking, have I done that? Have I, you know, and I'm still thinking, but um, <laughs> I, I love that idea and I love that bowl. So yeah. all of you that are listening to the podcast, just take a little peek on YouTube and yeah, just take sure. a look at what this bowl looks like. It's so beautiful. It's, it's this Japanese as that cracked kind of enamel that look. Faux cracked and, yeah, look. Yeah. 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 It's like I said, it was relatively cheap. Um, I did get it on Amazon, but that's because I don't know of any places that have matcha bowls mm. um, locally that it would be locally made. That's exactly what I wanted. I knew that this one was was what exactly what I wanted. And like I said, it was so, it was really inexpensive. Yeah, but that's such a great example of this idea, this concept that you are encapsulating. Like it's, yeah, it's I great. mean, I, and you know, you can get out of hand. You can definitely, you don't, oh, want, sure. you don't want to treat yourself oh, yeah. all the time, <laughs> frivolously. Um, but, uh, and it's Tom and Donna, um, Parks and Rec, I gotta give them a shout out because, oh, I, right. but I love their yeah. uh, philosophy. That's their character names, of course, but check that out. I'll leave a clip on that on YouTube as well and oh, a link to it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, like I said, when it's things that I've used every day, like how how much have I complained about the napkins that I bought that I, this, yes, I can't stand yeah. them? And then so every time I'm eating dinner and mm -hmm. I have my cloth napkin because I wanted to recycle and not get paper napkins, and it drives me nuts. And finally I got cloth ones. I couldn't stand it anymore. Yeah, so yeah. And it's been a game changer. So these little things add up. I love it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for welcome. that reminder and example and just that whole idea. It's great. Yeah. Thank you. My cool sheet is a video and it is called History Through the Eyes of Chickens. I learned so much about chickens and history and science watching this video and someone told me about it. It was like, oh, that's a quirky little name. I'll watch that. And it reached the level of a cool sheet. So I want to tell you about it. The ancestor of chickens is the red jungle fowl, and that is native to India and Southeast Asia. And just that alone, I had no idea. It's something I never even thought about. And that is the theme of the rest of this video, is just bringing up things that you just never think about that has to do with chickens. So it was not long before humans noticed that hens laid eggs and started to exploit their inability to escape. And so that's when the domestication happened. That was about 7,000 years ago. Cockfighting, which is, ugh, uh, was actually used a lot even back then for the purposes of entertainment. But of course there's the food aspect. And early on, there weren't nearly as many chickens as there are today. So chicken eggs were actually considered quite a delicacy. Once the chickens spread to ancient Egypt though, the Egyptians learned to incubate eggs and that was when eggs stopped being gourmet and became more of an everyday feast for people. The role of chickens went well beyond just food and entertainment though. They were revered at a level that has mostly waned today. But most notably, I just want to mention that Romans used chickens as oracles. Lots of other stories that come up in this video. It was so interesting. I had no idea. 
And chickens were crucial to some huge discoveries in science. Again, I didn't know about this either. In the 1800s, hen fever was happening in England where people were really excited to crossbreed different kinds of chickens that had been newly introduced from China. And Charles Darwin saw this happening and that contributed to his theory of evolution. And studies of breeding chickens played a huge role in expanding on the understanding of genetics, which had started with Mendel studying pea flowers, but then it expanded with chickens. And there's also a reminder about chickens, how they're treated today. Not good, um, but the overall, this very short video was very interesting and it gave me a new perspective. History through the eyes of chickens. Whoa, this is cool. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. This is not something that I would normally no. see and want to be like, oh, I want to check that and click it. But not that's what all. I love. I love those kind of discoveries. Yes. And what's one of the favorite things about this show is that you share yeah. these amazing things and mm -hmm. then I find them out. I love exactly. that. Exactly. It's why I like also like movie clubs and book clubs because you'll get a recommendation yes. from somebody that you would normally never, you know, a book you would never read, a movie yep. you would never see. And just like this, a video, I would probably never search out and find on my own. No. Even if I saw it, I'd be like, eh. I mean, I do like history. Uh, chickens are cool, you yeah, know, right, so right. maybe, but doubtful. Yeah. It but did, now no, it I totally want to check that. it out. Mm -hmm. So super cool. And it was all because there was this conversation people were having and they had all seen it and they were so excited about this video. I was like, it's called what? Yeah. Okay, I'll watch it. Yeah, because even like, the yeah. title, it's catchy, but it, it just, it sounds, I don't know, not yeah, like my yeah. bag. Right. But right. it sounds like it totally is my bag. Yeah. I can't wait to check it For out. all those curious humans out there, it's That's, a good video. Yes, absolutely. And don't forget to check out our show notes where you can find a link to that on our website at tenbestest.com slash the wire. That's 10bestest.com, the wire, all one word. I'm gonna be talking about a gadget, and this gadget is called Elgato Stream Deck. Now, it was originally designed for streamers and YouTubers uh, that would do like YouTubers that would do live shows and things like that, just like um, streamers on Twitch and um, uh, various platforms. But I tell you, this tool is invaluable for anyone. So it consists of 15 LED keys and it is poised to trigger unlimited actions according to the website, but it's true. So you can see it now on, on YouTube and I'll try to describe it. It's just, it's very simple. It's just this quick little, you know, small black interface with these little LEDs that you can click. And I just got this like two days ago and I usually wouldn't do this, but it is instantly became a cool sheet because as soon as I plugged it in, I looked at one video, I'll link it in our show notes uh, about how to use it for Final Cut and it cut my editing time of this show in half immediately. And I don't even, I barely know how to do it. It is wild to me. It was such a game changer. Essentially what you can do is you can program shortcuts into each button. And these can be just a one button shortcut or it can be a macro shortcut. So it can you can push one button and five things can happen. And so streamers would like this because you could, you could hit a button and it would immediately turn your lights on, hit record, play your intro, and just bam, 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 and you were ready to go. And then if you had like a graphic, anytime you got a new subscriber, you'd throw little hearts in the thing. And so it was just this quick panel little thing you could do. And now some people might say that, well, my, my um, keyboard has shortcuts, but it's true. When you're, when you're, you have a mouse and then you have to stop and, you know, shift if it's on this side and shift and then hit R, it's just, 
I, it's not, it's, it's a game changer. You have to almost use it to believe it, but when you can just go bap, 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 and it's unbelievable. You can use it also with productivity. If you can use it for email, you can use it for business applications. You can use it for Zoom. A lot of people are using it for Zoom. So it can mute your mic, you can do all these different things, change your background, change your lighting, all these different things, all these applications, it's limitless. I can't believe it, I love it so much, Stream Deck. <laughs> and it slices and it dices and whoa. Okay, so this is where you would use this for if you were doing repetitive uh, tasks. Is right. that okay? Yeah, pretty much. But okay. like I said, even like let's just say you have a lot of email. You could you could a button could open email. A button could then automatically put your signature. A button could automatically oh, if someone's wow. always asking you the same question. So let's say you have students that are confused about you know mm -hmm. how that how do I check my grades? You would just go bap, like open. Here's the answer, send. Like, boom, boom, boom. Or you could probably program that button to do all three things at once. And then boom, and it's just like, bap, 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 bap. It's already taken care of. I mean, your workflow oh for almost anything. And like I said, I barely know what this can do. And it already saved me half of my, half, half the time to edit the videos. That's amazing. Like, when I really learn what this can yeah. do and do, like, complex tasks, it also has, so you can switch a button. It has multiple profiles. So let's say I have my Final Cut profile, then I hit a button, and then it goes to my email profile. And then it's all the buttons do different things. And wow. they all have these beautiful little icons that you can customize and everything's oh free. Oh, my gosh. And then you can hit, now I'm going to do my YouTube when I'm actually on YouTube. And I want to watch and I want to fast forward or skip or yeah, go yeah. to the next video or do whatever. It's limitless. Like it's one of those things where as soon as I started using it, I was like, I can see the matrix. <laughs> like I can see the world differently. Everything's better. It's, and it's, it's not, it's, this one is, uh, version is like $120, $150. So mm -hmm. not super cheap. They have smaller ones. They have bigger ones. Uh, but for me, for the value, it was indispensable. Yeah, I wish yeah. I would have got it five years ago, but I'm just super glad I got it yesterday and, or yeah. two days ago. I'm just glad I have it now. And for those of you listening, it's about the size of a wide cell phone. That's about yeah. how big it is. And this one has a grid of three by five little 15. buttons. Yep. So it's 15 total. Yeah. So, well, cool. Yeah. It's seriously, I, I can't wait and to I'm see not a demo. sponsored, uh, but no. it is so cool. It is worth worth having. Yeah, you gotta show me a demo when we're yes, done. Yes, absolutely. I'm excited, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. My cool sheet is an online magazine and it is called Knowable. We ask ourselves, what is known? What isn't known? And Knowable Magazine is this digital publication that seeks to make knowledge accessible to all. So what Knowable Magazine explores is the real world significance of the scholarly work that is done through a journalistic lens. So what they do is they report on current topics across a wide variety of fields. So this can include agriculture, high energy physics, biochemistry, water security, the origins of the universe, psychology, and the list goes on. The stories that appear on Knowable Online Magazine, they originate from review articles that were written by leading scholars and these appear in, originally, in annual reviews. Annual reviews is a highly respected series of journals, of scholarly journals. And the writers for Knowable Magazine, what they do is they dig through annual reviews, they select the best articles that they think that the wider audience would appreciate, and they use them as springboards. So then, through inline, or through in-depth features, explainers, articles, essays, interviews, infographics, slideshows, 
and comics, I love that, Knowable Magazine is then the bridge between the specialist research insights and this broader audience that they are seeking to reach. The annual reviews journal articles featured in the Knowable Magazine are free to everyone. They're free for a limited period and they encourage others to actually republish this content and they give specific guidelines to be able to do that. And they also, I wanted to point out that this content is thoroughly researched. It's reported, edited, copy edited, and fact checked. Review articles in annual review journals provide the ideas, but then the editorial discussions and the reporting, all the decisions I mean, are made by the magazine staff. And they're guided by what will best inform and intrigue readers. So I invite you to check it out, Knowable Magazine. Okay, so this sounds really, really cool. If I'm understanding this right, it's taking kind of these scientific papers and breaking it down for and yes, expanding on exactly. it. So layman, because yes. I will say that um, since I'm not a scientist, when I and I love science though, but I, if I look at you know the leaders like science and nature, mm -hmm. a lot of the times I'm just like, like yeah. this is so over totally. my head, mm -hmm. and, and I think it's fascinating. But I'm like, ah, I just, I'm getting like 10% out of it. Right. So it sounds right. like maybe this would really help out with that. This is the place to go. And it's not, there's a lot of science. And I will say Annual Reviews was founded by a Stanford University chemistry professor. Oh, cool. But that's coincidentally because then Annual Reviews expanded to include all these other fields. Very cool. And it does include like linguistics and yeah, other things. Yeah, wasn't your last cool yes. sheet last week about the languages from, from that? And I that's thought how I remember I, seeing that's how I found yeah. it. Very cool. And then, so when I started, score. exactly, I started reading through all the other articles. I was like, this is a gold mine. Nice. It's a gold mine for more cool sheets. Heck yes. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny because, yeah, when I saw that, I, I'm always, uh, I have the privilege of always editing the show. So I'm always yes. looking back at all the cool sheets um, all, all the time. And I'm like, I kind of look, I'm like, I need to check that out later. Oh yeah. I'm like, I'm really busy right now. I'm trying to finish this mm -hmm. edit, but I need to check that out. So now, yes, that's cool. Yeah, it's worth, it's worth it. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. And for all of our listeners and viewers, if you want to check out the show notes, go to 10bestest.com slash the wire. That is 10bestest.com slash the wire, all lowercase, all one word. That will get you to the show notes, to all of these links. So you can check it out for yourself. Yeah. I'm going to be talking about a movie. This movie is Grizzly Man. It came out in 2005. It was directed, written, and narrated by uh, Werner Herzog, a uh, very famous uh, documentary filmmaker and also happened to be on The Mandalorian in the first season, first few episodes. Um, so I remember seeing this poster uh, in 2005. It, it was at Sundance. Um, and so it was this big giant grizzly bear in the sky uh, looking at this grizzly bear and it was very captivating. And I remember, but I just, I never was able to see it. Uh, and finally, soon after I did watch it and the synopsis is, is a devastating and heartbreaking heart render take on the grizzly bear activist, Timothy Treadwell and, uh, Amy, uh, Huguenard, I believe, um, who were killed on October of 2003 while living among grizzly bears in Alaska. So, uh, Timothy lived with grizzly bears for 
13 years. He shot hundreds of hours of footage. Uh, he advocated them. He tried to understand them better. He even kind of wanted to be one almost, it seemed like. Um, he called himself the kind warrior that sometimes had to become a samurai because obviously when you study bears, uh, grizzly bears, especially and you're around them, um, for the most part, if you know what you're doing, I do not recommend this to anybody, um, they are relatively safe if you know their behavior. Uh, again, don't ever try this. Obviously, he died, so he didn't know. He was the biggest expert. Um, but he's such a wacky and unique individual, but so endearing. You can see his love of these animals and all animals, really, throughout the entire uh, movie. And you start to wonder, is he becoming enlightened or is, and one with nature and animals, or is he unraveling from reality? Uh, this movie stuck with me for years and years. And in fact, last week I listened to us, or I watched another film from Sundance, and it really brought back memories of that. I'll talk about that film next week, so that's something to look forward to. But if you haven't seen it yet, definitely check out the movie Grizzly Man. Oh yeah, I saw trailers for this and it really looked powerful. And now hearing you talk about it, I'm just, I'm kind of like heart wrenched, you know, it just, um, ah. Yeah, and it's not a big spoiler because it's mm -hmm. in, I think the trailer in yeah. the very beginning, you know where this, how this story yeah. is going to end. So it's always interesting when filmmakers make that decision because yes. uh, you know how it's gonna end, but it does, it creates this extra tension because mm. he is, he gets close, touching. He can he touches grizzly bears all the time. He names them, he, he knows their personality, yeah. um, you know, and for the most part, like you almost start to forget. You're like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. And, and you know, and this, this guy's just so wacky. But uh, then how it just unravels and, mm -hmm. and the end and uh, it's so heartbreaking and so powerful, but it will stay with you. Uh, it you know, sounds like when it. When there's a movie yeah. that's, you know it's good when you think about it for yeah. years and years to come. Like right. every so often I just, I go back to that movie and mm -hmm. I immediately am flooded with all these emotions and the, everything about it is so powerful. It's just definitely worth checking out. Wow, wow. That makes me think of uh, a movie that has stuck with me for so many years. Mm. Uh, maybe it will be a cool sheet. Oh, hey, I need to. Go. I need to remember that. Okay, I'm yeah, not going to reveal that one it down now. In your, yes, your but there. thank you so much. You're very welcome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, looks looks like it's amazing. Yes. My cool sheet. I'm going to be talking about a gadget, and this is called Bose Frames. These are Bluetooth sunglasses. So as a little backstory, I've never really found headphones or earbuds that I love, like absolutely love. All of them have their advantages for sure, but they all have little disadvantages for me. For example, over-the-ear headphones are wonderful if they're comfy, but they can be cumbersome. Earbuds, they're fine, but and they're much smaller and all of that, but I find them to have their awkward moments with a cord getting tangled around for me anyway. Uh, Bluetooth earbuds like AirPods, uh, they alleviate that issue, but they have issues of their own, possibility of getting lost, things like that. And so none of these are problems that are huge, but I've noticed them. And I'm really stoked at these glasses. I've got them recently and the sunglasses, these use Bose open ear audio technology, which I have found to produce sound that really impresses me. So first off, the quality is spot on. And even though I don't have something that's actually in my ear, stuck into my ear or around my ear, 
it is oddly similar to what it is like with earbuds. And second, this was a surprise to me. When I had something playing, it wasn't audible to someone that was sitting right across from me. That blew my mind. So of course, if you're blasting at a really loud volume, someone nearby would be able to hear. But if you're having a conversation, using it to talk on the phone, or if you're listening to a podcast or something like that, you could do it privately in a public space. I also like the options available for how they look. They have several styles. They have a, they're pretty much classic looks because they don't have a whole battery of different styles, but they do have at least three that are more of the normal look and they have one that's more sporty. And you can also order prescription lenses to fit them if you want to have prescription sunglasses. The downside, of course, is if you don't want to be wearing sunglasses. But in my eyes, it is another piece to my arsenal of audio listening devices. And I have them here as well so you can see them. These are the Bose Audio Frames. Ah, look at how cool you are right <laughs> cool. now. Just rocking so out. I have no idea what I'm talking about right now. So they're not obvious, like it's obvious it's thicker on the sides yeah. a little bit, but it's not, you know, you don't have a big antenna coming up or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, they look for, for the people that were listening on the podcast. Yeah, they're very, just cool looking sunglasses. Yeah. Um, with, yeah, a little bit bigger on the side, but you mm -hmm. wouldn't say like, oh, that's weird. You know, it just yeah. looks, um, especially because they're hidden in your hair a lot too. So you don't see that part. Yeah, in my case, uh, for sure. Yeah, so. so that's really cool. And yeah, the first question I had was like, oh, that's going to be weird though. You're going to be like that person that you know, has their phone blaring music walking down the trail and it's a little like, really? You can't just use right. headphones yes. for that? Yes, So exactly. now it sounds like it doesn't blast everybody out. It's I don't know how cool. it does it. Well, Bose I, always has this like crazy uh, technology yeah. and they're always kind of the first and the leaders yes. on what they do. And it's always mind blowing. Yeah, I love Bose. And I have to say, I wouldn't have gone out and bought these, but I had a bunch of rewards on a credit oh, card nice. and I was like, that looks yeah, cool. Yeah, because I got to imagine Bose are really, Bose, they're great, but they're usually expensive. Yeah, so we're looking at 200 to $250. Yeah, so not yeah. cheap, but if you love it. If you love it. it is, you got to treat yourself sometimes. Yeah, treat <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, thank you so much for sharing You're that. welcome. Um, yeah, I, I am super happy with my AirPod uh, Pros, so I probably oh, yeah. won't need to take them, mm -hmm. uh, you know, but someone out there is, I'm sure, going to love that if they're, you know, that doesn't work for them or anything yes. else. So very, very cool. Yeah. And like I said, I'm not going to use them all the time, yeah. but when I'm outside and it's sunny, you better believe it. Heck yeah. Well, thank you again. Uh, check those out on our website, on our show notes at 10bestest.com slash the wire. That's 10bestest.com slash the wire, all lowercase, one word. I'm going to be talking about a gadget as well. This gadget is the newest Kindle Paperwhite. Uh, it has got a 6.8 inch display and an adjustable warm light. And you can see it here on YouTube, but I'll try to describe it. I mean, I think everybody pretty much knows what a Kindle is at this point. I'm as actually very reluct reluctant to get one. I never thought I ha wanted one. Um, I had an iPad and I, again, it was kind of like, I already have something that works. I can read books from my iPad, um, you know, and so this was just one more gadget that I didn't want to spend money on. They also didn't quite look or do the things that I wanted. Um, you know, I didn't want to have just a one-use item. This is all it does is read books. Uh, there's just a, a, you know, thing. I couldn't justify it, but 
I was wrong. I was totally wrong. So I finally got a Kindle. Um, I love it so much. It's super lightweight. So it's way lighter and smaller than my iPad. And I just have a, a standard iPad, the standard size, not the pro, not the huge one, but this one's smaller than that, but bigger than my phone. Cause I didn't like, I thought also that I would read more on my phone. I don't like it. Um, it's, it's really hard to describe, but the feel of it, it has this like kind of grippy feeling. So just like, you know, a book has a better feeling than a digital item, a Kindle has a better feeling than an iPad and your phone, it's not glossy, it doesn't, I don't know, there's just something about it. It has an incredible battery life. This thing is at 83%. I think I charged, was the last time I charged it was like two weeks ago. Like it is wild. So you definitely can't do that with a phone or an iPad. Um, and you know, the fact that it does one thing is actually great because I'm not distracted. I can't check my email. I can only read. And really the game changer for me was that warm hue light. So I read it before going to bed. I turn it so it gets rid of the blue light. It just has that warm, um, more orange and yellow light. So it's supposed to be better for your sleep, but also it just, it's easier on your eyes. It does have that also, the cool factor. I mean, listen in it. Sometimes it's cool to be in the Kindle club or, you know, it, and I think it will help you read more because when you, again, when you have something that you really, really love and enjoy, you'll use it more. And I'm sold finally on the Kindle. I want to hold it. Yeah. It's, hold it. it's adorable. It is. And so do you, do you feel like this size is good? You know, it's not, it's about the size of a paperback. Yeah, I would say. yeah, that's a really good call. A paperback, yeah. maybe an iPad mini, which mm -hmm. I never thought I would want because then I, and I do like an iPad for other situations. So now I have that for, you know, other things, you know, surfing, uh, websites, uh, recipes. I will look at my books if I'm cooking in the kitchen because it's a little bit bigger display for that. Okay, yeah. But yeah, it's about the size of a paperback. This is one of the bigger ones, I think, for Kindle, I believe. There's so many different variations now. Mm -hmm. I had a smaller one, actually, and I, I bought it kind of on accident because I thought it had the warm light, but that is an upgrade that you have to pay oh, for. Oh, gotcha. And so now this one, the warm light was a game changer for mm -hmm. me. So now that's kind of my, you know, I, I, I either could give it to somebody, but I decided it's my kind of work and travel Kindle. So, because yeah. it was also cheaper. Um, so anyway, I would go though, if you want that warm lights, go with this paper mm -hmm. white. It's 150, I think, not too bad. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm sold. And I resisted for what, as long as they've been out? Eight years or something? Wow. A long time, I don't yeah. know. As long as this is my first Kindle, well now second, um, but I got them both in the same year. So uh -huh. I resisted for a long time. And then I was like, it's another one of those things I got it. And I was like, oh yeah, no wonder everybody loves it. Yes. It's just, it's cool. And that is an investment, <laughs> but if it gets you to read more. Exactly. That's worth it. Yes. Yeah. And like I said, just, yeah, on battery and lightness, you know, I have fallen asleep with my iPad and then it clunked <laughs> oh, me in the yeah. head and that'll wake you up pretty quick. That's funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not that. funny when it happens, but it's hilarious right now. Yes. <laughs> But, um, you know, I've never clunked my head on the thing. I don't know why it's lighter or I can just uh, like flick right. it onto the bed or whatever, but yeah, 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 it's great. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen a Kindle like in real life. Oh, wow. So that might be the first time. Well, cool. You might have to ask Santa for next year. I don't know. Treat yourself See? someday. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> it is, I resisted for so long and now I'm mm -hmm. totally hooked. I'm like, oh, I totally get it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Thank you. You're welcome. And thanks for showing it for... Yeah. Me that's here and anyone who's watching on YouTube. So yeah. appreciate it. Welcome. Michael Sheet is a website and this is called 
inspirobot.me. As soon as you go in, you'll get this introduction from Inspirobot. I am an artificial intelligence dedicated to generating unlimited amounts of unique inspirational quotes for endless enrichment of pointless human existence." Unquote. <laughs> and then the fun begins. Although I would, I would argue that the fun already began with that quote. This is pure whimsy. All right, you know those inspirational posters where it says something like, uh, it has a word like perseverance, and then it has some powerful photo of a jet taking off or, or a baby sea turtle making its way to the ocean for safety or something like that. And I've also seen posters that make fun of those. And I would say this is definitely leaning towards the making fun of those. This is a, a combination of those two and what it does is with randomly selected phrases that are put together in random order and then combined randomly with images, you get the essence of inspirobot.me. So just now, just before I came here to record this, I pulled up a few and, and sometimes they don't make sense and sometimes they aren't that positive and sometimes they are just a little bit confusing. But here's an example one I thought, okay, I'm gonna pull this one up and whatever it says, this is the one I'm going to talk about on 10 Bestus. So this one said, these days people say, I don't know who I am in the same breath that they say, I like you. That's what it says. And then it is, there was an image with it that was of a, I think it was someone like scrolling through their phone or something like that. So you can also go into something called mindfulness mode. This guides you to turn on your speakers and press start. And it tells you that it will then artificially intelligently generate infinite amounts of fullness for your empty human mind. And uh, note that fullness is spelled wrong on there. And this is so great. It's, it sounds like it's real but, and that it's something you would expect at mindfulness or yoga retreat. And the words in themselves seem in alignment with that. But then if you really listen, there's not something not quite right about it. This whole thing is, it's so amusing and fun. And I've had fun with the people who told me about it and just watching it. It's spirobot.me. <laughs> oh, yes. And I was one of the first ones to tell you about this because it was a form of coffee. Oh, no. <laughs> and yes, it I have happens. had countless, like, laugh out loud. And I've kind of forgot about it. So I'm glad you brought it up yeah. again. And you obviously forgot I've about totally it. Forgot. Even though I, like, sent you tons. There was a moment in my life where I was just, like, sending you so many because <laughs> it's so wacky. Like, some the ones yes. that, like, don't make sense or are borderline inappropriate or yes, not borderline. They're, very yes, inappropriate some are. <laughs> like make me laugh so loud oh my god this totally so. makes sense because it is something you totally would find and you would totally make a cliche <laughs> and now that you say that i'm like i remember like i actually do remember but this oh. happens it's happened i mean at this point it's a handful of times maybe seven times yeah, we have yeah, repeated them so here we go yeah. one more time so well you know it's good though when <laughs> right. we have both discovered it on separate occasions and yes. vaulted it to the the herald cool yep. sheet status yeah. so yeah i agree 100 <laughs> percent.
<laughs> in fact, I'll uh, let you know which one I talked about on which episode, and you can go yeah. listen to that, and you can, we compare compare notes. Yeah. And, yeah, but uh, all of those things I do love. Excellent. Um, I'll have to check it out again, because, yeah, it's so much fun. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and don't forget, you can go in our show notes and check it out for yourself at 10bestest.com slash the wire. That's 10bestest.com slash the wire, all one word, all lowercase. And thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Uh, We love you guys. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe and please tell a friend. It really helps us out. We've been seeing some cool growth and we want to keep that going because it really motivates us to keep keep the shows coming. Yes, please. We appreciate that so much. Thank you and stay curious. Want to learn more about this week's cool sheets? Head on over to 10bestus, that's 10bestus.com, for links to all of our cool sheets. And sign up for our monthly newsletter with bonus cool sheets and other fun stuff. 10bestus will be back with an all-new episode next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. 